laughing, moving, fisting, fighting, fucking crying, drinking, squirting, judging, ranting, camping, riding, thinking, scheming. This is the way, it's the way that we live, it's the way that we live, and I... Hi, I'm Drew. And I'm Annalisa. And I'm Reese. And this is To Ellen Back, Generation Q Edition. The last time you heard us, I was leaving to get on a flight. And even though it's it's interesting how time works, is I guess what I'm saying. It's I, a week since they've heard the podcast episode, but now you're back and you've gone to Toronto. For two weeks. For two weeks. Did you yeah. see Tina? Um, I did. We hung out. Oh, um, are they doing well? Yeah, they seem to be really like working on their relationship in a way that feels That's really good. healthy and really yeah. like... Like, it's one of those things where I'm like, oh, wow, I feel like my friends are growing up. And it's like, yeah, they're in their 50s. But like, <laughs> it, has pr- ha- it has to happen at some point. I'm proud of them. Yeah. Did you, did either of you see the commenter that was like, I've narrowed it down and I think Tina's working on Paw Patrol. I thought it was <gasps> so funny. Oh my God. <laughs> they listed like a bunch of shows that have more than nine seasons yeah. in, that are Toronto, in Toronto. And <laughs> Paw Patrol was like the only oh, one wow. that logically made sense, which really made that me That is laugh. very funny. Uh, I, you know, like Tina working on a show that like spreads police propaganda to children honestly kind of checks out with her. That's literally what the comments were saying. <laughs> <laughs> that was like the nail in the coffin. Like this is the, this is the show. Yeah. Yeah. We have a lot to discuss. So much. We're recording discuss. during the day, which is something we don't yeah. usually do. The sun is shining while the we're recording this. The sun is brilliantly shining. It's bringing a different energy to this recording. Yeah. I'm also recovering from the coronavirus, mm-hmm. which I would not recommend. And I think that. Not a fan? No, I didn't like it. I think the government should try to do something about it. That's hmm. an interesting take. Yeah. <laughs> we should um, be talking about that more. Because, yeah, it's very unpleasant. And I don't, I just don't recommend it. I can't endorse it. Well, then should we just, should we just jump into it? Let's leap into it. Okay. Well, this is uh, episode 304, Last to Know. It's directed by M. Weinstein, who directed the previous episode. And uh, it is written by Nova Cypress Black. And this is their first television episode. Cool. Which is super exciting and also means that this episode of The L Word is written and directed by non-binary people. That's fantastic. Yeah. It is exciting that there are, you know, trans people behind the camera, it's also exciting that it's spooky season. Yeah, it's our first ever holiday since Angie's half birthday celebration. It's incredible. I'm so excited to see because it's like an acknowledgement that time passes and mm-hmm. certain things happen during certain times of year. And that's a big area of growth for the show, I think. Yeah, putting stakes in the ground of any Absolutely. calendar yes. dates at all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it does it does scare me a little bit because now we have that as a reference point when we're trying to logically <laughs> map things, but that's more that's more your pet project yeah, than that's mine. Yeah, that's my that's my issue. I am a little nervous that they might actually get to Christmas and that would blow my opportunity as a writer. Which is my to live my dream, which is writing an Elward Christmas episode. Right. See, I'm more worried that all of a sudden it's going to be Valentine's Day and we're going to be like, <laughs> wait, when did Christmas happen? <laughs> right. That's true. Fair. So uh, Sophie's telling Finley that like Danny's going to be a mess and to prepare for it. But then Danny walks in. Perfect. Devil may care. Yes. Over the breakup. Doesn't care. And I believe her. (laughs) (laughs) And she says, I don't care the perfect number of times to convince you that she really doesn't care. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, But she does look great. 
Mm-hmm. She really does. And she has a fun friend named Roxy coming into mm-hmm. town, who Sophie says is her bad friend. I know. Yeah, Sophie says last time Roxy was in town, they ended up going to an orgy in San Luis Obispo. Uh-huh. And I cannot think of a time when Sophie would have known Danny <laughs> and Danny was single. And going to that well, kind of party. Danny's- Maybe it's just that she knows the story. Also, well, Danny says that it was actually a leather party in the Valley. Yeah. So there's also a chance that like, like it wasn't, maybe she didn't like, I don't, Danny wasn't having sex at the, at the <laughs> yeah. And, sure. and also, I don't know what, were they always monogamous? Uh, you know, they've, they've, who knows what they, their journey was as a relationship. I think sometimes you do have to pick a detail to nitpick to start the podcast. <laughs> like, it's just kind of like, ooh, we're getting into it. Um, if I were to be like, who's your bad friend? Do either of you have like a go-to person where you'd be like, I know who my bad friend is? Oh, I mean, I used to. I Yeah, I feel like I used to. I also feel like at times I have been the bad mm. friend. Yeah, but I this, also feel like I've been the bad friend, yeah. for sure. But this is like really recently, actually, this very year, I went to a concert at some bar in Silver Lake, the band LAXs. Have you guys heard of them? Mm, They're yeah. really fun. They're all queer. Cool. And... I met this random person on the patio who was already like pretty drunk and was like, you should come with me to this next thing. You should come with me to this next thing. And I did not end up doing it. But then the next day she was like, yeah, I ended up at like a nun themed sex party. <laughs> I do like she people like that. could have been my bad friend. I do like people like that. Yeah. And, my, yeah. Bad, my bad friend is sober now. That happens to the bad friends. <laughs> <laughs> I love that for the bad friends. Sometimes the bad friends say, yeah. actually, <laughs> it's time for a change. Yeah, yeah. But Danny is like, I'm going hard this Halloween. Right. And um Which and almost then, leads you to believe she might be planning a real costume. You would and think you would be wrong. You would you would be wrong. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I, we're gonna we'll get, get to that. that. We'll but, get to that. Um we do meet Roxy and one thing I'll say about Roxy, hot. 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 Yeah. She also she was the subletter in Hacks that Hannah slept with. Remember? Oh. Have you seen Hacks? I haven't. Oh I know. I know. I will watch it. <sighs> Have uh, you, you've seen Hacks? I've seen this first season. So you just nodded in recognition even though you I didn't know what in- I was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I, I appreciate that affirmation. I nodded in recognition, number one, of the television show that you were referencing, and uh-huh. number two, that there is queer sex on that television program, yes, which sure. I know about. Well, for anyone at home who watched Hacks, <laughs> uh, she was in it. She was also in um, Shameless. I love when there's just like a queer person who all of a sudden starts like popping up in queer shows and yeah. like in a year or two, like, we'll be the lead of a queer show. And you're yeah. just like, oh, it's not, that's fun. Yeah, yeah. Like, Roberta Colleen does. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Um, speaking of queer people, <laughs> um, Taylor is in Alice's bed. Yeah. And um, is clearly having feelings about Alice being Alice. Uh, just like, and when I say Alice being Alice, I mean Alice being Alice. Right. Yes, exactly. Yes. Yeah, she's intimidated by how wonderful Alice looks. She thinks she looks like... Halfway to Walking Dead extra. Just missing some blood here, some dirt. I think she looks fantastic. Yeah. and I, But also Alice's outfit, I love yeah. yes. so much. Really good outfit. Yeah, I would be intimidated by that outfit. She's always wearing like very pressed pants, which yeah. would intimidate me. Yeah, mm-hmm. she does look amazing. Yeah. I think you can get pressed pants when you're rich. Yeah. I mean, you just have like fancier hangers and like fancy people to do your fancy laundry and stuff. Exactly. Anyway, they're talking about their Halloween plans and Alice wants to watch movies at home. She Um, doesn't want to go. Wants to do a scary movie (laughs) marathon, which feels like a really (laughs) clear, specific thing that um, I I, I was like, yeah. You would think that. (laughs) (laughs) That was very Drew. And they've been having sex for three days, I guess. Yes. They haven't Which is fantastic. I love that. A, a queer ritual. Yeah. One thing I'll say is like, not to nitpick, but I <laughs> wish we could have seen it. Like I was yeah, a little yeah. bit, like we we have like 
I mean, we'll get through this, but like there's some conflict and I was, luckily it gets resolved in a cute way. Sorry, spoiler alert. If you haven't watched the episode, you just like <laughs> to follow the plots with our podcasting. But I was like, wait, like I'd love to have just like, I want to see the first kiss. Like I wanted to see the first yeah. date, the first kiss. Like I love that shit, but it's fine. I mean, on the upside, it is finally, because I feel like a big problem the show has is that it seems like the characters don't exist when we're not watching them. That's true. So it's like mm. a rare example of them acknowledging that the characters do exist when we're watching them. But I would have loved to see them like wake up together and kiss. Like yeah. I feel like that would have been a yeah. cute. But I like them together and I'm excited to see. Maybe when you find the one, you don't yeah. have first kisses and first dates. You have like third mm. days. Mm. Um, speaking of committed relationships, um, <laughs> I don't think, I don't think well, that, that, I don't think that really work. works. No. Yeah, no. Um, speaking of people, speaking speaking of Halloween, I was Shane, saying, Halloween plans. Yeah, Shane is dressing Tess's mom up as Dolly Parton. Very cute. Mm-hmm. And Tess is just like Tess is just like vaguely bustling around the room, ignoring Shane, only really talking to her mom, being rude to Shane, which is rude on its own but also because Shane's arms look really good this morning and yeah, I, just think, I know the muscle tea I just think we could have noticed that maybe a right. little bit I don't understand what's happening like I, <laughs> like I don't understand who Tess is as a person yeah. I, like I obviously like if your mom's sick like you're going through a lot like but the show doesn't seem to like engage with that specifically and so I'm just like very confused by Tess went from I love you so much I want to ha- open a second baby to <laughs> like to like I hate you I want you. to carry your second bar yeah, actually inside me and, and, yeah. then, and like, now it's are we supposed to think it's just because she's stressed out about, again, bar number two, which we all agree is ill-advised? But she wanted, like, she right. begged. Yeah. It just feels like justifying Shane cheating with Kelani, and it's like, which is annoying. Again, you don't have to justify that. Well, which is annoying <laughs> because Shane has already cheated with Kelani. Like, yeah. now it's just this weird, like, right. torpedo into any goodwill I have toward Tess, which, you know, like the yeah. bad thing's already been done. I don't need more information about why Tess is being bad. Is this hot take? I'm about to say something true or is it just a feeling I'm having right now? Is the L word past and present bad at breaking up their couples? Like when they have couples break up that it's done in a way that feels a little bit rushed and a little bit like, yes, I get that people cheat, but this just feels like you're creating drama. I don't know. That's feeling right to me in this moment. And if, <laughs> if, ne- if next week it's not feeling right, I'll, I'll, I'll make mean, a, a I mean, I do feel like I needed to see more of Tess. Uh, like, I felt like this was a good scene in terms of pushing Shane farther away from mm-hmm. Tess. I feel like I actually needed more of it mm. than we got. You know what I mean? Like, to be built up a little bit. Because I don't know. Because now it's like, I misremembered. I misremembered that Tess was the one who wanted to start poker. So for some reason in this season, my whole concept of who this character is, because everything she's doing, I'm like, this is consistent with this person who I no longer like. But like, was this always like this? I do feel like she does make things harder than they have to be. And she does sort of like martyr herself, even though no one wants her to. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of irritating. And we see that continuing to happen in in the episode. Right. But... Shane's just wants to like eat an apple, like Johnny Appleseed. <laughs> Shane is just like to make dinner plans. Shane is just like we have a reservation. Are you still good for that? Like it yeah. just, the the level that it turns me off is the like snapping and being like I can't deal with you right now. Like right. that feels really out of nowhere. Whereas the I think you're right. The actions are all actually pretty consistent and would be fine. Also, it's like how people engage with each other. Because Shane just cheated, it so easily could have been done in a way where Tess is like, are you still good with dinner plans? And then Shane is being like, um, um, I don't I don't know. I'm brooding. I'm hot. And then, <laughs> and then Tess would snap. Right. And then you'd be like, okay, yes, is Tess a little bit on edge and like whatever, but at least it would feel justified in a way that this just feels like. But maybe this has been happening all along and that's how we got here to begin with. Yeah. You know, like maybe that's like. Right. Not in the scenes. Like when 
Alice and Taylor were having their first kiss. Right. <laughs> like maybe the like this feeling of like Tess kind of brushing to Shane off or whatever has yeah. been happening for right. a while. I don't know. But isn't Shane the one who got her mom into that costume and did all of her makeup? And yeah. Stuff? Isn't she at least going to be like, wow, you did a really I good know. job. Right. It's, yeah. <laughs> right. Like I would be so impressed if my partner did that for with my mom, with right. my sick mom. I'd be like, oh my God. Nice. Yeah, that's the thing is I think it's like showing Shane actually being really good and committed to right. Tess yeah, and, and like making her together. breakfast like and yeah. then Shane getting shut down which is a weird yeah. thing to wrap your head around when you know that Shane has just had sex with Kaylani and in fact might be on her way to do that again yeah, yeah. Um, speaking, of, all? speaking of breakfast Maribel is dressed as an avocado um, you can have avocados for breakfast. You can. you can. Avocado toast. Yeah, it's not, Famously. It's yeah. not something I eat for breakfast very often, but... You know. I love an avocado toast. Me we just too. can't keep avocados in the house. Right. This okay. is my feeling. Okay. Um, <laughs> Micah doesn't want to dress as the other half of the avocado. Devastating. Um, because... I was a little confused about this because eventually we see this isn't the case. Does he think that he's going to be the only trans parent there? Or is the whole point of going to the thing because there are trans parents That's the whole there? point of going. The whole so, point of going is they're going to meet trans parents. I thought he was like... I don't want to look silly in front of them, but I then they see. arrive at the party and every single person right. is wearing a costume right. such that Micah actually looks silly for not wearing a costume. Yeah. It is always better to be the person who goes too much with the costume yeah. at a costume party than goes too little, in my opinion. I like to do something right in the middle. Like, well, sure. I did it impossible, like... <laughs> You know, if no one else was dressed up, I still look kind of hot. Yeah, I mean, obviously right in the middle is ideal. But <laughs> if, I'm just saying if we have to pick, a, uh, you know, whatever. One I think or the he other. should have dressed up as a tomato. Mm. Also, and yeah. then together they would have been a little salad. That's he, nice. He could have dressed up as a little piece of bread. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Also, the avocado is really easily removable. So he could have just. Yeah, that's true. It. If it was like. Yeah. Anyways. Big issue. Big issue. Speaking of dressing up. Avocado. Angie's costume. roommate is going to be an actor tonight <laughs> in something. She's finally gotten her first paid gig. I know. I was like, ooh. And then she's like, it's for one night only. And I was like, and it's, you're in a haunted house, aren't you? <laughs> I was like, and it's tonight. Interesting. I did yeah. not, I'm famously dumb. So I did not piece together that it was haunted house until later. But that's a great call. And Angie can't do it, obviously, because she's got studying to lie about. So. Yeah. Which is how we know she's still involved with her teacher. Right. Yep. Um, and so... We did get a little bit more information about teacher-student relations in the university. And I think it is strictly forbidden if they're in your class, like at every university. Okay. And now there's more universities that are also forbidding it, even if they're not in your class. Yeah. Um, I don't enjoy watching this. I don't know where no. they're going with it. Maybe they're going somewhere interesting. But all I'm writing in my notes are, if she's 18, leave her alone. Yeah, it's very weird. It's weird that she also like goes to see him at a public... Right, location yeah. like there's students running around and yeah. she's trying to kiss him I, it's bad it's weird also she's bailing on plans and like always studying like she's missing out on a college experience yeah. like he's this like this older man is like taking this from her yes. which look happens plenty but it's sad it makes me sad for Angie it's also not connected to anything else happening in the series and I wish they had found a way to like connect Mm. keep her connected to someone or to something or to, I don't know. My biggest issue is that I don't need her to be, but if she's not going to be connected to the series. Why is she spending time with another adult? Like right. if the, the whole, the opportunity that we could have is, oh, we're going to see Gen Z queers beyond just like these two teenagers in high mm -hmm. school. Like we're going to see some teenagers and 20 somethings at college. And like, right. what is, what is the queer scene like there? Like a bisexual girl hooking up with her, older male professor mm -hmm. is like not a new 
Gen Z phenomenon. It's like truly the oldest. <laughs> they probably do it less, much less yeah. than yeah. previous it's generations like have done it. the oldest thing ever. Yeah. And so I'm been, just like. It's been covered. It's in the, can- it's, it, yeah. you know, literature, We're, film, television. We have, we've covered, this topic has been covered. But yeah, yeah exactly. I hadn't thought of it that way. But like, if she's going to be involved with an adult, why? Yeah. If we're going to follow her at college, why not let her be at college? And if she's yeah. going to hook up with an adult, why are we following her at college? Yeah, let's pick like, an adult from the cast to yeah. be like, evil. Yeah. Evil. Not evil. I'm being <laughs> like, whatever. Yeah. But like, this she, guy literally is like Danny and Sophie and Finley's age. Yeah. So like, it's yeah. kind of odd. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Speaking of vomiting, which is what <laughs> this makes me want to do, um, a, a cute little dinosaur runs up and, uh, I, to clarify, a child dressed up like a dinosaur <laughs> runs up to Micah. It wasn't an actual dinosaur. It wasn't an actual that dinosaur. That would like a really fun twist. Though, yeah. Be, like, they're, they're trying something really new <laughs> for this Halloween episode. Oh my gosh, they did try something really new in the title cards. The little O of the L word was oh, a little yeah. jack-o'-lantern. That oh, was fun. really? Oh, yeah. like Google. It was cute. Yeah, kind of like Google. Wow. Yes, I was going to say, speaking of child and adult relationships (laughs) (laughs) um a child pukes on micah's shoes Uh uh-huh and then do do one of you want to talk about the big the big reveal yes so first um armand fields who's an actor on work in progress and the new queer folk yeah shows up which i was very excited about and their character is named reese which is also my name yes um so that's that's going to be happening. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so Reese, um, at least this, when I got a Drew, Drew sucked. At least like this character is cool. This character is probably only going to be in one episode and is cool. That's so, like, true. I did get a good one. I got a good Reese. I've never heard a character with my name on television. So. Wow. That's, I, I haven't either still. until right now. <laughs> would you, would you want me to name a character Annalisa or would you feel like yeah, I weird feel like or protective be or, okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll make them good. My Scattergories app doesn't even recognize that your name is real. Wow, that sucks. It says not a name. Brutal. But what's the big reveal is that Reese's partner is Max. Yeah. If you don't know Max, <laughs> Max was on the original show, played by Daniel C. And the way that Max was treated in the later seasons of the original show was, say, I would say not ideal. <laughs> and the way that Daniel Horrible. was treated on set was, mm, I'm going to say not great. And so this is like... This is really special. I, yeah, I mean, there is, is there's, the music gets all like twinkly when like <laughs> Micah doesn't yeah. know who this person is. And I think the justification is like, it's just exciting to like see another like trans father. And that's beautiful. But I was like, Micah's like, oh my God, it's Max from the original. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. And it's so nice because like everyone needs to read Drew's interview with Daniel um, that we have on our website. It's one of the best things we've ever published. It's so yeah. good. I read it again yesterday just to prepare. <laughs> I also like when I was showing this up to Gretchen, like as soon as Max walked down, I like paused it and was like, okay, so <laughs> like this is every, this is all the background you need to know about this person. But yeah, like the way that their storyline ended was so awful. You know, they were alone, they're pregnant, they were alone. Like they'd just been left by their like psychopath <laughs> boyfriend who like changed his number so that yeah. Max could, not, even though whatever, like legally, I think he would have some responsibility for the child, sure. whatever the fuck. And now, finally unlike all the other characters from the old show that have been referenced in the new one max is getting a happy ending yeah mm-hmm. it's really nice no it, one deserves it more <laughs> it made me like i was i knew that this was coming and yeah i but i still it made me it made me emotional yeah it's like i teared up it's I like too. it's one of those things where it's like it's not everything but it <laughs> is something and mm-hmm. you realize how meaningful that little something actually can be yeah 
Speaking of transitioning, I don't have a good one for getting us back to um, the professor and Angie. They're like out on the town. Yep. They're wearing masks. Angie, mm -hmm. like. Well, Angie's not. Oh, yeah. Angie's not. He's wearing a mask. What's his costume? I don't know. I don't know. Well, it's bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's be. not even a good mask. Like, yeah. it doesn't cover his face enough. Like, yeah. if the whole thing is like, oh, it's Halloween. We can go out just the two of us. Like, then. Wear then, a full mask. Then, like, like be fucking Jason or one of the other yeah. creepy yeah. killers. Be Ghostface, obviously. Yeah. 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 And so he is both, A, nervous that people will recognize them. Like, he kind of flinches when Angie takes his hand. Yeah. And then he's also nervous to go into the haunted house, which, to me... Why bring this man? <laughs> yeah. Why bring this man? Um, among why other sins. <laughs> why bring this man? Yeah. It's just, I mean, it doesn't, it also doesn't make me feel good about like, obviously the relationship is not good because of the power dynamic and the age gap and et cetera. But like the fact that she doesn't even want to go to one thing without him is also like a very huge red flag mm -hmm. to me, even yeah. if he was like not her professor i don't know like it is still just like it, it, it's a thing on top of a thing yeah that makes me feel a hat, um, a hat on a hat also she's speak. listening to his audiobook and that cannot be a good book no it can't, that book cannot be good <laughs> no mm -mm. who what book do we think like what what, what what vibe do we think that audiobook has he did it himself i think right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah he recorded his own audiobook um back at the bar roxy makes a joke about wanting to hook up with shane mm -hmm. and Finley's like, Shane is basically married. And yeah. Sophie's like, well. Yeah. And Finley pushes back pretty yeah. hard. Yes. Like there's no possible way that yeah. that could ever be true, which this uh, whole thing just annoyed the living daylights yeah. out of me. Just the fight later, I was like. The fight later was. What are we talking the fight about? Well, we'll get there. Yeah. We'll get there. But it was like the first time this season where I was like, <laughs> I hate this. Um, I think Sophie has the best costume of anyone yes, at the party. Yes, thank you. Her <laughs> costume rules. Her, Sorry. What is Roxy's costume? What is Roxy's costume? That's like my number like one a, like question. A vampire, like a vampire? Like a dead a zombie. I noticed in a still from the episode that she has like little fangs in. Uh, so so like I guess vampire. she's a vampire. But like that's not evident in the show. That's no. not a costume. Sorry. No. You just put white powder on your face and you're wearing a white t-shirt and you have the nerve to tell Sophie who hand sewed her own raincoat with dogs... Come on. Also, Sophie looks adorable. Yes. And, so and the idea of like, one, it happens because Sophie's wanting to get, is like, oh, why wasn't I hit on? And, and even though I'm in a committed relationship, I still want to feel like whatever. Mm -hmm. It's not that big. If you're in a monogamous, like, oh, it, yeah, your ego, whatever. But like, it doesn't need to be like, yeah, it's, not taking, it's not an emergency. <laughs> and two, like, they could figure out a way to like keep the conceit and still slut it up a yeah. bit. They I'm a firm believer that you can both be slutty and be high concept. <laughs> Absolutely. That is like, that's an important thing to know for life. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I did laugh at. I made this. Yeah, I can tell. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I, I do. I do really like the Danny Sophie friendship now where like yeah, you yeah. really do feel like they've had a, you feel the history, you feel that they know each other. You feel that there's still like, like a little bit of bad blood, but in sort of like a fun way where yeah. there's like a little bit of teasing, but We're gonna they rib. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. I also think if Finley stresses James Dean rebel without a cause, is that what? Wow, I didn't even... I didn't. It did. I, I knew it was a <laughs> reference to something. Was she wearing a red jacket? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't even... Did Finley have little stubble? Yeah. I thought that was very interesting. Mm -hmm. huh. Just from... Because I heard that comment two episodes ago when she yeah. said she's on a gender trip. Something like, fun about James Dean is that if you're right before, you know, if Finley's on a gender journey... James Dean can appeal to both sides of the, <laughs> because mm -hmm. the first reason I shaved my beard 
like six months before I came out was to dress up as James Dean <laughs> for a dead celebrity's party. Oh, Fascinating. Wow. So it's interesting how you can like, you can either add a beard or shave your beard depending gateway. on <laughs> wherever you yeah. want your destination to be. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um, so back at the parents' party, yeah. Max and Reese and Micah and Maribel are talking about how Reese and Max's like family came to be. They're yeah. kids from former marriages. They're, you know. Yeah. Um, there's a foster kid that they adopted. And they're talking about like things you need to handle within yourself before you can become a parent. Yeah. So they yeah. ask. One thing well, though that I one thing that I like is that we get that like Max says that I was dating this gay cis guy and he was like he turned out to be the worst. And then Micah is like, Yeah, no, I uh, I dated one of those two. So yeah. And like it is like a, I like really enjoyed that moment. That and also like an acknowledgement of how awful what's his name in the original show? Um Tom. Tom. Fuck Tom. Yeah. Remember um, they only gave they named men like Tom, Joe, yeah. Tim. <laughs> right. Like that was it. You know? Um, but then yes, then they're talking about like basically it's just that Maribel go to therapy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, which I think is a really, a really valid suggestion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she gets so offended. So offended. Because like they they're talking about like how they use the nicknames that they use for themselves. And they're like, cause you know, basically, I mean, dad is just a sound or whatever. And then Maribel's like, Oh, that's funny. Like we thought the dad was also just a made up word, you know, mm-hmm. some of my mom made up, which was funny. Yeah. But then when he's then um, when Reese is like, Oh, you need to work that out. Maribel totally bristles that they said that. And like kind of shuts down. Like you can yeah. kind of see her. And it's like, acting no. like it was like a ridiculous thing for them to say. And it, it really wasn't. It wasn't. I mean, look, like I get if you're just meeting people like the suggestion, but they are asking for parenting advice. This yeah, thing, yeah. So later, it's she, like that's we, intimate information. Yeah. We can, I guess, talk about it later. But again, it's all, in all these like mini scenes. But later, she's like, they were being so nosy, and I was like, you guys came to their house <laughs> to ask them questions right. about yeah. their lives as parents. Like this is what yeah. the conversation is going to be. I yeah, like, and if you want them to give you information, you have to be open to right. what to, to what they're going to the advice they're going to give, and also to you know, giving something of yourself as well. It's not a one-way street. Yeah. Also, this is like a T for T couple who has like four kids from different, like, what are you expecting to get here (laughs) as far as like vibes and energies and a suggestion that you go to therapy? You don't think that's coming? The only thing that you're not, the only reason you wouldn't get that is if they were explaining to you that therapy is actually problematic because not everyone can afford it, et cetera, et cetera. You know, like you're getting some brand of that probably if you're going to this parenting party. Like, come on now. Yeah. Back at the haunted house, I'm I'm not wasting my transitions on these yeah. little tiny things. But um, <sighs> yeah, they're, you know, the professor has taken his mask off. As soon as that happened, I was like, oh no, they're going to get seen. They kiss. Angie's roommate emerges mm-hmm. from the haunted house, which was her paid acting gig. Mm-hmm. Drew's a genius. And is like, who's that? And Angie is lying. Um... And then he's like, ha ha, is it weird that I'm your professor? Which I was like, haven't you guys been dating for a minute? This is the first time this has come up. That's so bizarre. Of course it's weird. Of course it's weird. And why are you asking now weeks? And it's, it's the end of October. Like, I mean, last episode was September 22nd. Yes. Why do you know that? Because uh, I, or no, Ivy texted Shane (laughs) on September 22nd, (laughs) which would have been in the second episode. Okay. So but like yeah. this has been going on a month ish. Right. Yeah. It seems like they're if spending school a school l- starts the beginning of September. Yeah. She's yeah. been in this class for a minute. And it seems like they've been date seeing each other. Yeah. What a weird question to just be asking. Okay. I'm glad you okay. took all those notes because I just wrote, stay away from her. <laughs> 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 
So we're back at the bar. There is a League of Their Own costume, which is very realistic. I was at a Halloween co- party where I saw a League of Their Own costume. So many. With so my many. own eyes. The yeah. costume of the year. The Absolutely. Costume. I liked that. That felt very like... Yeah. A, yeah. a queer show for queer people. Mm-hmm. Right. Would have been even better if maybe, I don't know, Danny had been dressed as Greta. Sure. Uh-huh. Just, just I don't an think idea. Danny would... I think that's too basic for Danny. No offense. If you dressed as League of Their Own, I'm not calling you basic. I'm just... You know, it was like yeah. the common costume this year, and I just right. think that like, but, but yeah, she, and she did a more a, unique route with being a sexy Danny cat. dressed as a cat. <laughs> no, it's worse. No, no, no. I'm just saying that if we're if we're making notes here, like yeah. I want Danny to be dressed to something very specific. Right. right. Also, if we wanted Roxy to be like dressed in like that sort of aesthetic, why not just be like Angelina Jolie from Foxfire? Or yeah. They reference Bound. Why right. not be like right. yeah. whatever? Okay. Um, also, how fun would have been if they had gone as like a friendship couples costume, yeah. like a friendship couples right. costume and as everyone, Bound, and, and everyone was like, like, "What are you doing?" And like, we're old friends, and yeah. then like, we're making out yeah, yeah. as Bound. Oh, that would have been so fun! <laughs> <laughs> and they do have a real ba- like they have the vibe already. Whatever. Yeah. Anyway, it been really fun. <sighs> um. So yes, yeah, Shane Tess is called Shane, or Shane is called Tess. Doesn't really matter. The point of the conversation is for them to fight. But Tess's mom has a new nurse, which Tess is like, I can't just leave her here with this new nurse. Like, Why it's not? A stranger. Also, if. If Tess, like Tess's mom was already living with them and sick, why would you get a, if you don't have time to take care of a second bar, let alone your first bar, why do you want a second bar? Yeah. I just don't understand the second bar thing. Like we didn't like, is it just to get the, to get the plumber in? Cause like the, the first bar could have had a toilet clog or something. Like why are we having the second bar makes no sense to me because right. it just causes. I, mean, I, I accept that it might in the future lead to something, but like if, if you are the kind of person who literally has to cancel your dinner date that night with your partner who you're obviously feeling some disconnection with because they've sent the agency that you trust to a yeah. son a nurse since a substitution nurse, which sometimes I assume they do because your nurse isn't available every single fucking day. If you're like the kind of person who like can't deal with that, who then feels like she has to be there with her mom because there's a new nurse, you are not the kind of person who should be buying a second bar because right. you obviously for some reason yes. need to be involved in things that you don't need to really be involved in. Honestly, not to be this person, but it is proof that if your game plan to have a better written character is tell the showrunner to make you cis, it still might not work out. (laughs) I say that with love. But in the end, how much someone sees your humanity might not change just because of the character's backstory. Yeah. Speaking of being seen, Mm -hmm. Sophie's friends, Danny and Roxy drag Sophie to the back room to like fix her costume. And they destroy it. And they destroy it. It's no longer a costume. (gasps) What's she dressed as now? A girl with a sleeveless raincoat. (laughs) The thing is, they could have just kept the animals, ripped off the sleeves, unzipped it and belted it in the middle with the little dogs and cats on it. And she would have been slutty, raining cats and dogs. Yeah. Perfect. (laughs) I I also was mad that we didn't get like a wide shot where I was like, and I think it's probably because I'm, I don't know him. So I'm making assumptions, but I'm assuming that it was like this plot point won't work because it's not that slut much sluttier. Right. Cause I am like, wait, the whole point was to like slutter up and we're not even getting like a hot, like I want like, <laughs> I want I want to, I want to see. <laughs> I wanted her to do like a little twirl. Yeah. yeah. Pose. Yeah. I agree. Let's like I wanted see to some titties. Tear Roxy's costume off and be like, this is not even a real costume. Yeah. So why are, you, why are you judging? Don't pass judge. Don't glass houses throw yeah. stones. Exactly. Um, but nailed that. What, Thank you so much. <laughs> what is fun is I that like Sophie makes a comment about how like Roxy's into her and then Danny 
Oh, love this. This is this is what should be modeled for the community. It's just like, do you uh, wanna go home with me? And then Roxy is like to watch reruns of One Tree Hill or which forces Danny to explicitly be like, no. To bang, to bang. hook up. And Roxy's like, I have one foot out the door. Yeah, <laughs> so I was like, thrilled. I'm, <laughs> I'm so happy for them. Speaking of people who are going to bang, uh, Shane gets a text from Ivy. And then Finley walks in on Shane taking a shot, which <laughs> seems, because Shane seems to have the weight of the world <laughs> on her well-sculpted <laughs> shoulders. She sure does. Huh. I so, wonder who will relieve her of all of the stress. It's so hard having to have sex with Kehlani in the back alley. No. Yeah. <laughs> so then later, Mari wants to leave the parent-kid Halloween party uh -huh. because she is feeling like interrogated and like people and being nosy. And again, like what she's the, this is kind of the Tess and Shane bar thing from a couple episodes ago. Like, this is her Mar idea. <laughs> Mari Bell wants Micah to want to have a kid. And now yeah. Micah is yeah. excited about this. And Mari's like, I want to leave. Yeah. Bad dynamic. Doesn't. Um, <sighs> but then yeah. she she does watch Micah with a cute little Dalmatian kid, like yeah. getting a cupcake. In a way, I felt like that was her thinking. Like, that's what parenthood is. Little kids getting cupcakes <laughs> uh -huh. and that stuff. Like making sure that, you know, she's in a good place to do it. Right. Yeah. Um, but Micah wants to stay. And I was proud of him for being like, yeah. I'm staying. I have more yeah. questions to ask. Yeah. I have more questions to ask, which I think one of you may be able to answer. What movie are Alice? Night of the Living Dead. Thank you. <laughs> I, I no said, this is, a, this is for Drew and not for me. And <laughs> probably the reason they chose it is because um, I'm pretty sure that it's been in the public domain for a while. So Yeah, it's, they're it's always a, watching black and white movies. It's like a recognizable movie. It's a classic. It also didn't cost them anything. Right. So we love that. But the Criterion Collection did recently restore it. So like because it was in the mm. public domain, it was available like in all these shitty bootleg right. sort of versions and now the version that you can find and probably is streaming is like actually good so that's nice cool well glad for them and their the quality of their watch party mm -hmm. um unfortunately taylor has lost her eyeballs <laughs> and i do not understand i'm sorry but alice also wears glasses so yeah. she also has contacts so why hasn't taylor asked for contact solution also like, why didn't you bring your glasses like if you if you're like you can you can just like Postmates contact solution. Like, yeah. it's a very easy. Or like, just look in Alice's cabinet for contact solution if for some reason you don't want to ask. It's there. I would immediately be rifling through Alice's bathroom cabinets, even if I weren't looking for contact Exactly. Solution. I'd be I'm like, in, I wonder if she has any Xanax. I'm in the fanciest, <laughs> home, presumably, kidding. like the way that they show Taylor <laughs> engaging yeah. in Alice's yeah. space is like, this is the fanciest home she's been in. Yeah. Start opening those drawers, baby. See what's right. in there. See also, what's going like, on. Also, the contacts glasses thing comes as I don't wear glasses, right? But mm -hmm. it comes up okay, immediately brag. with like everyone I have ever dated yeah. who yeah. has contacts or glasses. Like, can you sleep over? Oh, I can't. Like, because I, my contacts. Okay. Like, I used to have contact solution yeah. at yeah. home because people would always need it to sleep over. Yeah. Okay. Another brag. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, you're like, I hook uh, up with a lot of people and also they're smart. They wear glasses. <laughs> and also I have perfect yeah. eyesight. So. And I have perfect eyesight. So I don't need it, but I like but to help out my less fortunate That's friends. kind of like how I carry a tampon in my purse. At all right. Times. Exactly. Just you have someone to. Might need to yeah. You one. have to be prepared for these things. So there's Wait, no but, universe in which this wouldn't have already come up. Also, three I, days is so long. Like so long. that is uh, my eyes Are hurt after eyes, like, like bloodshot to death after like twelve hours. Yeah, yeah. like a regular long day. I've been dealing with eye problems for like a couple years now. <laughs> um, the amount of eye doctor I like know the people who work at my eye doctor's office. 
better than I know some of my friends and I <laughs> hate it. And I'm like, Taylor's going to get styes or like, <laughs> like it's bad for you. Like you can't, what is she yeah. doing? Okay. So anyways, <laughs> anyway, Taylor is clearly having a hard time with how, Al how perfect Alice's life seems. It's like the same thing as when they met and Taylor like didn't believe that Alice would actually want to go on a date mm -hmm. with her. Like that's right. where we're at. Mm -hmm. And then there are noises outside spooky yeah. yeah and they're scared this whole thing was very fun i thought this, this, was, this fun was fun and silly i do think nothing scarier than um deep insecurity or dating <laughs> someone with deep insecurity but i the, the noises are more fun type of yeah scary. this is also just like how i feel every time i'm home alone i hear anything and i'm like oh my god yeah. it's over it's yeah. over what i would say is that if someone's living in your home or if someone is stealing your things like you're probably it's probably not really like at risk to you like you're probably fine Right. Uh, Ivy shows up and she and Shane making out. She's sitting in like a, a very cool car yeah. in a very hot costume. She's like basically a Batman villain. Yeah. Yeah. And she also has brought Shane scissors. She bought her a gift, which. <laughs> uh, okay. Like it, it's one of those things where it's like, okay, so Shane gave you all these like hair products. So I, that right. makes sense. But also like if I hooked up with someone and then the, they immediately got me a gift, I would. I would have uh, that's a that, that's at least a yellow flag. Maybe she was just trying to tell Shane she wanted scissor. That's uh, a mm, that's a really I just good point. Go to the trouble of getting the scissors engraved with Shane's initials. That's the that's part of the it. Actual I get part. all my scissors are engraved with with <laughs> Shane's with Shane's initials. Yeah, <laughs> sure, sure, sure. They yeah. actually just make them like that. She's they so make them iconic like that. that they exactly. Like that. Yeah, I mean, it, it is, is her SM. own line of clippers. It yeah. is SM, so that's a fun little. Yeah, it is. See, wow. exactly. Everyone's having a great time. Is this when they start boning? They, yeah, they're like, and when making she's out looking at her ass, hooking up, and then, yeah, That's beautiful. Ivy has to go move her car seat. So then Shane just is like looking at her butt, which is pretty fun. Yeah, it's hot. Oh, God. Um, I just, she's so hot. Sorry, Tess, but it's hot. I, yeah, she's just so hot. Speaking of um, people needing to grow and change, um, Alice calls 911. And just a reminder, <laughs> you should never call 911. Yeah. There's always an alternative thing to do. Um, we don't really have time to get into that, but <laughs> I'll, we'll put in the show notes some some guides to that. Taylor, choosing one of those alternative things, <laughs> uh, goes outside to see what's going on because it's probably fine. And it is. And it is. It's just a spooky decoration. That's what happens in spooky season. Mm -hmm. Your that decorations can spook you. Mm -hmm. And Alice is like, you're my hero and it's cute. Yes. And then they decide to be serious enough to, I don't know, I guess not leave your contacts in for three days. <laughs> I would never, ever let someone else take my contact out of my eye. No, that's... that is that's the spookiest part of this whole little <laughs> plot is that Alice goes, are you ready to let me take that contact out of your eye? <laughs> no, no. But she says in her brain, so probably Alice had to drill into the brain and you can't drill into your own brain. Right. Yeah, that's true. You have if to it, do. Yeah. If she had to enter from a space that's not the yeah. eyeball. OK, maybe I would. Yeah, with a scalpel. Yeah. For and a like, knife and a, some scissors with Shane's name engraved in them. Just like from a hygiene standpoint, like I just Taylor's not good with with eye eye <laughs> <Yeah>. hygiene. <laughs> yeah, Taylor yeah. needs a hygiene. Taylor needs a new eye. eye doctor to just yeah. you know, come to Jesus moment with her <laughs> eye doctor. You know, I'm worried. Cool. Speaking of caring for others, um, so Tess is like with her mom and is trying to get her mom to go to the bathroom. Tess's mom is really like fighting no. her, and basically ends up saying at one point, like, "I don't want to be your patient anymore." Yeah. She's asking for the new nurse, even though Tess is like, I can do it. Which she obviously can't. Which she can't really. And Tess's mom, Tess's mom is like, I want to be in a home. Like, I yeah. don't want to be taken care of here anymore. And I, all this is very sad and made me more annoyed that Tess was mean for kind of no reason earlier in the episode. Cause I just wanted to be like, 
sad that she's having a sad time with her mom and like yeah be understanding of like oh yeah this has taken up a lot of your life this is a huge drain on yeah. your situation but because she was just like snappy earlier i'm like well i, I don't know it's just yeah more yeah. conflicting information yeah I think she's like allowed to be frustrated and obviously this is like devastating experience for her to be having you know and i want to like acknowledge that but at the same time, I think here, I'm just like, this isn't even what your mom wants. So right. like, what are you doing? Like this man is here. Like totally. she doesn't want you. Why are you doing? Like, it feels like at this point, it's like, it's more about something within Tess than it is about like figuring out like what her mom actually needs Which, and, right, and wants. What yes. is all this for? Yeah. Right. Which like, if explored is interesting. Just like not on my like gay hookup show. Like I, <laughs> right. it's just is this thing where it's like the first season Tess was relapsing. This season she's dealing with her sick mom in this very heavy, complicated way and being cheated on, which she was cheated on in the first season too. So like second season we had some like fun poker stuff I think, but like and she dated Sherry Jaffe for twenty four hours and oh yeah. oh yeah oh god like I just. Mm. <laughs> Tess deserves better. Um, and by that, I mean Jamie. So the next thing that happens is at the bar, Sophie sneaks up on Finley. And then... It's cute at first. It mm -hmm. is sweet at first. Finley says, by the way, totally talk to Shane. She says everything is totally fine, which absolutely didn't happen. No. She like mentioned Shane's shot and Shane was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, is Finley just running this bar by herself now? Like, <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. The bar is chaos. Like, um, it's probably, they need one of those little delivery robots <laughs> in the bar. They're probably being run by delivery um, robots. But then Finley tells Sophie that she has a pattern of cheating, which we get more context that, like, Sophie, and maybe we already knew this, that, like, Sophie cheated yeah, we knew before that. Danny. Okay. But it still is, like... They were on a break! They were on a break. Like, <laughs> Finley has no... Finley was the cheated, like... So it'd be one thing if Finley was like, that's how our relationship started. Right. Instead of being like, and then when I was gone for a year, <laughs> you hooked up with someone else. And after I explicitly told you it was fine to yeah. do it, they were on a break. I don't know. I feel like they're trying to do something here where they're trying to parallel Shane's situation to Sophie's, but it's not working because it doesn't make sense. And also uh -huh. like, somehow Finley doesn't seem to know anything about Shane suddenly. Right. So yeah. like, I have no idea what they're doing here. And, you know, I don't care for it. But I do feel like it is showing at least that Finley's trying to, like, work through her feelings mm -hmm. instead of just, like, numbing them. That's true. And that's, like, that we are seeing, like, two adults try to talk through issues, you know, and that is nice, I guess. Yeah. And then someone hits on Sophie and Sophie says, no. I have a girlfriend. Girlfriend. Because, so now we know Sophie's a changed woman. Wow. <laughs> and she's not going to cheat. On, but of course um, she's not going to cheat on Finley. Right. Anyway, but they were cute for one second before they started fighting. And I really enjoyed that because I love them still so much. Yeah. Me too. Um, I am. Yeah. I'm hopeful that the, like you just said, that the fights of this season are leading towards them just like chilling out and being cute together and having yeah. a good time. Mm -hmm. We then uh, go to people making different decisions, <laughs> which is Shane and Ivy fucking to a fun cover of Psycho Killer. Um, <laughs> the music was so intense. <laughs> <laughs> it was a real, real intense choice, but into it. It's hot, you know. So I'm gonna hot. say it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be brave and say yeah. it's hot. Shane, they're like making out. Shane puts her fingers, fingers in, in the mouth while kissing. It's oh. always gonna get me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um. And and then Kalani does a little Titanic. Uh huh. Um. Which means putting her hand on his <laughs> fucked up it, glasses. It means tossing a, a ship to hit an iceberg. <laughs> <in them. laughs> which metaphorically, <laughs> we could argue. Um, um. And then Finley taking out the trash sees that this is Shane and Ivy. 
Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Which once again, like, why is Finley on her on her high horse? Like, But also to- it's Finley in costume. It just makes it seem more dramatic, you know? Because yeah. like, she, it's like she's in this brooding little yeah. costume. Like, <gasps> you and know? The, yeah, and the car is like really far away. It's very yeah. like noiry. It's like uh-huh. clouds are outside uh-huh. even if they're not. It's pretty yeah. funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then back at the little party Micah and Max have a conversation Micah's just like it's so cool kind of I mean some of the stuff that you said earlier but like saying it's so cool to talk to someone who is trans about parenting and like to see this life that you guys have built like yeah there's just a real I don't know it's very sweet and they decide to go get drinks to talk about it more because Micah has a bunch more questions and then Micah starts to help clean up when Max leaves the kitchen. And I thought it was so sweet. It's a really nice. I mean, I also really liked the moment when Max is like, like, is like, it's special because like I get to be the one to tell you mm-hmm. like how great it's gonna be. And to just think about how alone and scared Max was mm-hmm. when pregnant and like how it seemed doomed and to now be like, Max has four kids and also yeah. gets yeah. to then pass along to this like new generation of being like this is gonna be great. Like queer parenting is possible and it's good. you're gonna really yeah, love it if that's what you want. It's really meaningful. It's really yeah. nice. Well, and from that tender moment, we cut back to Finley and Shane having a conversation. I hate it. It's so bad. This I don't, scene. I don't know. What? Shane did not cheat on Finley. I, I, it's, it's wild. Bizarre. It is so wild. I feel like they're trying to push along like Shane feeling guilty, yeah. but they're also doing the sense of like, Finley has been in AA for a year now. Like, and it feels like one of the things that like is a big part of that is realizing that all people are flawed. Yes. Mm -hmm. That like, you should not be judging others. You should be focusing on yourself. And like, it seems like this could, if like Finley really wanted, like this could be an opportunity for Finley to like live those values and be like, yes, this person is also damaged. And this person is also fucking up because we all do. No one is perfect. Like, no, don't idealize people like that. I feel like, it just doesn't track. Yeah. Something that would be interesting to me is like, okay, so let's say Finley has Shane on this pedestal. Yeah. She realizes, okay, Shane's human and has like, you know, maybe like comforts Shane or becomes the mentor. It like yeah. was the mentee, yes. becomes more the mentor. And then that leads her to feeling like more empathy for Sophie to be right, like, we're exactly. all people, we're all flat. Like there's a way to do it where you're tweaking just slightly things and it's so much better mm-hmm. and it takes so little tweaking. Right. Because clearly this isn't really about Shane at all. No. It's like a thing about Sophie and Finley's relationship and like what it means that Finley believes in Shane who's gonna cheat. And like, yeah. if she chooses to believe in Sophie, does that mean something? And it's like, yes, part of AA is realizing like all people are flawed, but also part of AA is realizing like, all people are very different. Like every yeah. situation is very different. Mm. And like Shane isn't Sophie. Sophie isn't Shane. Like they're right. different yeah. people. Mm-hmm. And Finley doesn't have a relationship with Shane. Finley's not dating Shane. Right. Mm-mm. So reacting in that way, like I just. Like we probably all have had friends who have been cheating on someone and have talked to us about it. And it is an uncomfortable position to be in. Yeah. Depending on the situation, you might have various feelings about it. But like usually. I don't know. It's just so weird to take it so personally. Yeah, like, you shouldn't be idolizing. Shane would be the first person to be like, don't idolize me. Don't idolize my relationship. Like, never. Like, that's... But And the other thing about it is that there's nothing for Shane to do in this scene. Right, right. Like, Shane doesn't even say anything. She's just like... You know, Kate's just there, like, trying to react. But it's like... 
I don't think the seam was necessary. I think if they wanted to move Shane forward, they could have just with what happens with Max later. Yeah. yeah. And like, I don't really see how this at all parallels to Sophie. I feel like if they weren't going to make this an opportunity to have Finley show that like she's grown and been like, hey man, like what's going on? Like, yeah. how are you? You know, like right. flipping that script, then why even have this at all? It yeah. just seems so, I can't imagine any universe so much someone would react like this. No. Going from a scene I hated to a scene I loved. <laughs> um, Danny and Roxy are making out. is very hot. Mm-hmm. And then Roxy sits on Gigi's earring. And remember when she lost the earring before? And I was like, don't forget that, guys. It's really, it's, that's some good, that, that, no, that's some good writing. <laughs> and, and then Danny starts to cry. Mm-hmm. And um, it's then like Roxy hugs her and it's just like feels very much like this is queer friendship. Yeah, yeah it's, it's just it's it's like a real I just really like this scene. Yeah, I love that. I, I really like them together. Yeah, it was yeah. really fun. It was a fun dynamic. Um, Alice puts her mouth guard on. Oh, yeah. This it's, is a big step in a relationship. I can yeah. remember like basically every time a partner of mine has been like, okay, tonight's the night that I like have to wear my mouth guard. <laughs> <laughs> We've gone long enough that yeah. like I can't no longer wear my mouth guard. Yeah. yeah, it is the thing of like, it's whatever your things are that are. Yeah. yeah. I wish there the other things she said had been similar. I agree. Right. I'm like, you wear earplugs because your neighbor is loud. Yeah. What does that have to do with you? Earplugs yeah. to sleep is not like a flaw. <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh-uh. You know, and then Taylor like offhandedly is like, I don't have a driver's license. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah, those aren't the same types of things. <laughs> right, like exactly. it's the ways in which like you're gross and you're whatever, like that's right. That, I don't know. I yeah, want her they, to be like, I get really gassy after I have dairy or right, something. Right. I don't know. The, the like mean girls thing where she's like, I have really bad breath in the morning. Like, <laughs> yeah. That kind of thing. Or like I have psoriasis and my scalp flakes off in my sleep. Like, I don't know, man, something queer bodies people. Are have gross. Bodies yeah, are disgusting bodies are so nasty. and they are constantly malfunctioning. Um, but anyway, I'm, I still love these two and I'm shipping it yeah, yeah. and they're really cute together. Also, they're both really good actors. And so they like make this, the yes. scenes things. You yeah. Know? They're really charming. It's like right. very sparkly when they're, yeah. Going. Um, Ivy texts Shane that she's out front, but then the place that Max and Mike have gone to for drinks is Dana's. Uh-huh. And so there's, Ma- a-, there's a little interaction between yeah. Max and Shane. You know, they're trying to find a way to both have it move Shane's storyline forward as far as it being like Max being like, oh, have you like settled down? Are you still being Shane? And like yeah. these sorts of things. But there's also a moment where um, Shane apologizes to Max for the way that they all treated Max back in the day. And it obviously feels like an apology to, yes, the character of Max, but also to Daniel and also to, uh, you know, trans people in general, maybe. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, To me, the bigger apology is the moment earlier when, Max says to Micah, like, I'm so excited to get to tell you how special this is going to be. Mm. Or whatever, yeah. like, the, whatever that line was. Like, that that to me is the apology. Th- this mm-hmm. is like, okay. Like, yeah. you know, it is it is what it is, but it's also, there is a difference between, like, a non-binary writer and a non-binary director putting this line in this fictional character's mouth versus an actual atonement from people involved in the original series who maybe were not supportive or Mm. who created that storyline. And it's tricky because of the way that, I don't know, like the internet works, queer community works. Like it is easier to not own up to things. Mm -hmm. Like we don't know, you know, who on that set was most at fault for some of these things. And so 
and by we, I mean the general public, I know. Um, <laughs> but, but like, it, it's one of those things where, you know, if an actor or writer or director or show creator named Eileen Shaken or whoever like were to actually sort of reckon with that original storyline in a, in a more public way, I think that would be more meaningful than a fictional character, once again, being written by a non-binary person, but it's still nice. Yeah. It's I not, it was, it's not nothing, you know? Yeah. It's some, right. it's like, it's a nice, I liked that Max was able to be, because on the one hand I was like, you know, you're forgiving, you're forgiving them very quickly, but also right. that he was, but it also wasn't really forgiveness as so much as it was, you know what, like I am well, like yeah. I am thriving. I yeah. have so much joy in my life and like all of your bullshit. And it's interesting because Shane was actually the only one of anyone who was actually right. nice to Max and like mm -hmm. didn't misgender him and right. like all of these things. So I guess, of course, it's Jane who's apologizing well, on everybody's behalf. Right, like that's I mean, what, like, Bet owes, right, owes yeah. them a pretty big, a significant apology. I mean, it would have been more interesting to me if Shane had been, like, had apologized and Max had been, like, you're the only one who sort of looked out for me. <laughs> and then if Shane was, like, you know, me not being awful is not the same as me. Right, because I also, like, I should have, I should have right. stood up for you more, like, with my friends and, like, made them... Right. There was you know. more. There was more that I could have done. If you're, yeah, you even like you saying that I'm that I was on your side. Like I, I really wasn't as much as I could have been. Yeah. and right. I want to apologize for that. Even like yeah. I, a little bit more specificity, but you know, it's it is what it is, and it is what it's like. It is just sort of this meta moment that's meant yeah. to be whatever. And, and I'm just really, I'm really glad that they did this. I felt like probably because of what's happened, Daniel have probably had some input on what happened. I have an interview help. that maybe oh, is yeah. coming out when this, the day this podcast comes out, like yeah. a follow-up interview with Daniel hmm. where we talk about the episode. So oh, wow. check okay. that out. I'm, I'm really excited for that. Yeah. Um, but I really did like the thing you just pointed out, which is like Max being like, this is not my life anymore. <laughs> like, I really don't care. Yeah. That's not the tone that it's set in, but it's like, I found a whole other world and yeah. life and yeah. like yeah i don't know i think that just feels really nice and right that there is so much joy and honestly like maybe this sounds kind of shitty but like that juxtaposed with the fact that like shane <laughs> is still making the same mistakes yeah. and like has the same haircut and like <laughs> but like just that this character you know mm -hmm. what i mean like there's an interesting character yeah you know you kind of always think like i wish i could tell my worst friends how good <laughs> i'm doing and see that they're doing bad and like oh. That's not Max's Tony right. either, but it was kind of like a cool thing yeah. to see. Yeah, because like he did have certain values that he was living by that have led him right. to having a life that is maybe not as like economically bountiful as these people, but is like filled with love and joy yes. and happiness. And that is like really sweet. Yeah. And then we transition into a, a piece that I found absolutely maddening. Wait, <laughs> which was? Which was, so Micah c comes back and it's like, oh, you know, Shane. Yeah. Right. Yeah, but first I want to say oh. that Shane does say that Max can drink for free at the bar, yeah. which I think is, uh, I, I think all trans people should get to drink for free at like lesbian bars. That feels like a real... Yeah, I think yeah. you're right. I don't know. I mean, not that lesbian bars are yeah. thriving financially. Like they honestly need yeah. our dollars. So, but... But so like, then Micah comes and he's like, oh my God, you know Shane and it's like, yeah, small world. And then Micah's like, I still have some questions. And then the question that he asks... Oh, uh, so with the diapers... How do you know when to change them? Like, just when they smell or? Like, it's just like when you're going to have someone say something. 
in a show? Why not have them say something meaningful or important? Interesting. Interesting. Like, how do you know when to change a dirty diaper when it's dirty, Micah? And that is easily, <laughs> that is easy to Google. You like, I want to know the specific questions you have about being like a transparent, yeah, not like, right. because your whole storyline has to be about being trans, but right. isn't that what this yes. conversation yes. is? Or even just about like parenting yeah. generally, like how right. does it feel to have, you know, I yes. don't know, like, how do you deal with having being responsible for so many people or how yeah. do you whatever like do you get to go out anymore? Yeah, like what's that look like yeah is it normal that reese would be cool with like you just going out on the on a whim like anything anything like yeah. why write a line that means nothing yeah. yeah that means that is a complete throwaway that's useless that doesn't even make sense because earlier michael's like i can't google these questions right right that's a question you can google right it's yeah. also common sense or yeah. ask literally anyone it's ask not anyone that micah doesn't know ask any Shane. parents yeah ask it's, Finley. it's just that micah doesn't know trans <laughs> or sure queer parents like, yeah. right we've all babysat everyone babysits yeah um, it did make me laugh that the next question was, what if the kid is weird? Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's actually a better question. <laughs> yeah. And if it reveals had, something about Micah's personality. And yeah. like what he's worried about. You know what yeah. I mean? Like that's actually interesting. But okay. So then Maribel gets home and there's like a really nice like sister moment between Sophie and Mari where mm -hmm. um, they talk about their dad and Sophie's like, am I like dad? And it's, it's a good, it's a good moment. Yeah. It's cute. I do want to pick a fight about the offhand comment about sweet tarts because that's the best candy. That's my favorite candy. I do know that about you. <laughs> I, often I love like, sweet tart. I often have just like a box of sweet tarts in my like passenger seat. <laughs> like yeah. There's just like always candy. You like the big ones, right? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Um, anyway. Then Angie confesses that to her roommate that she's hooking up with her professor, which it did feel realistic to me that her roommate is like, ooh, and yeah. not like, um. Yeah, totally. My question is, is that, I guess, again, one of the things I really wanted was them to explore like what's different with Gen Z. So it would be interesting though, if the roommate had been like, that's, that's not good. Yeah. Right. Like, you know, like I do think that there are plenty of 18 year old college freshmen who have been aware of the world enough the past Absolutely. five years that they're like, Oh, actually power dynamics. Actually, right. like I read an infograph on <laughs> or I saw a TikTok yeah. about like whatever. Yeah. Like I sound I very like, old right now. No, but, but they know this stuff. Yeah. Gen Z knows this stuff. Yeah. Right. I did like that there was an Olivia Rodrigo poster on the wall. <laughs> that, I did I did enjoy that. And then we go back to Danny and Roxy. And Danny's like, why won't you stay in LA? And Roxy's like, She's not ready to be my wife yet. <sighs> okay. Really though. No, I'm being real. Call me when that heart heals. I'll come running. <laughs> I would fold immediately. I would be like, oh, you really, you want to do this? Great. I, who is yeah. my ex-girlfriend? Even, yeah. even <laughs> though my ex-girlfriend is Gigi, I'm kind of like, okay, well, let's explore this right now. Yeah. It was really, it, yeah, I don't know. I really, I really, I hope Roxy comes back. Yeah. I do think that the best way to get over someone is to get under someone else. Right. Mm -hmm. Even though I do think Danny was going to be the top in this situation. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I think Roxy's power bottom. Um, and then they put on a song that they both know and have like a little dance to. And yeah. it's very yeah. cute. It's, yeah. It's great. I love it when young people dance in large oversized cardigans. <laughs> I'm, I'm being serious. <laughs> so then Finley gets home and tells Sophie that she was right. And Finley basically is like, I want to trust you, but I'm struggling. Yeah, and says she can't stop thinking about it and maybe she just needs to find out what happened. And even though that's not something I personally can relate to, I do feel like it's a common experience where people are just like, they 
tell these stories in their head and yeah. and maybe like knowing the truth would help. Right. So that seems promising for them. Maybe eventually they'll, you know, have a nice time and yeah. we could see my favorite ship sail, <laughs> like sail the seven seas, like a, cru- <laughs> like a cruise where no one gets sick, but has a lot of food and enjoys themselves in the pool. That's nice. Um, we learn why Micah didn't want to wear the avocado costume because he had the pit, which gave him a pregnant belly. Why wouldn't Why wouldn't Maribel be wearing the the, the pit? Preg- like, yeah. the, like I think I understand why this. Like, <laughs> obviously, every trans person is different, but based on what we know about Micah, I understand why he wouldn't want to go to this parenting thing with right. a belly. <laughs> I was like so confused by that. Anyways, um, Maribel apologizes for being difficult again. And Micah's like, it should be fun, which is a nice, like, lesson to take from Max. Yeah. Yeah. Especially because Micah's such, like, a anxious, anxious Andy over here. <laughs> like, it's nice to have. You know, those anxious Andy. <laughs> um, <laughs> to, like, have, like, him be the one to be like, we should, this should be fun. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's yes. what Max told him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Um, Kalani looks. devastatingly hot and is like and Shane's like we have to end this and and Kehlani also which this is so hot is so like not you know other people of Shane's past who have been like needy and like no don't break up with me I'm gonna burn your place down whatever like it's she's just kind of like all right. It's like, let's call this an awakening for both of us. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, yeah. now, I, now I want you even more. Right. I also like that Shane's actually like giving her, like speaking to her about this and not just kind of like blowing her off or yeah. whatever. Like, I know that it's, we're seeing Shane do the same things over and over again, but there are like these tiny little things that are being done differently that right. I think show some growth or whatever. Yeah. Did you guys, when I was watching it and I was like, oh my God, is that Tess in the background? Yes. Did you, were we supposed to notice that? I think so. It's pretty, yeah. like, she has a distinct face. I know what she looks like. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Well, so Tess is behind her. Says, fuck you, Shane. <sighs> Go to credits. Yeah. Boom. Tess's boobs looked great, though. So who's winning? Really? <laughs> <laughs> it's also like, the, there's like this much water in the glass. Right. I'm glad, though, that at least yeah. Tess found out immediately. Like, I was like, yeah. you do not want to drag out an extended. Yeah. Whatever. I just, I do think that if I saw... I'm just different. It's fine. People like people are allowed to have their relationships to monogamy that they have. And like, I'm just like, if I saw my partner talking to Kelani, I just would be like, hey, who's that? What's going yeah. on? There? And if Shane was like, nobody, I'd be like, doesn't have to be nobody. Yeah. Yeah. I would be like, why didn't you ask them for a threesome? Right. I would be really hurt. The first thing for that reason. Yeah, that, yeah. 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 You should have brought, bring me in on this deal. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? CC me. This yeah, the threesome can part, be our third baby. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, or BCC me. I don't care. A really big rude part about this is like you save Kalani only for yourself. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. It's fucked up. Anyway, I hope Victor's doing a good job. And that's the episode. Did we like this episode? I loved so much of it. And yeah. I also hated mm-hmm. so much of it. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is also how I feel. I do think that like, I'm so glad that Daniel was brought back. Absolutely. It's really lovely. I'm also glad that they brought Daniel back like on their own terms, Mm -hmm. which you'll read about in this interview, but like just that there was, it was a collaboration and and that, you know, that feels really special and that, you know, there was a non-binary director and non-binary writers, like really cool. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I mean, I think, my feelings about Gen Q and my feelings about the original series are 
often aligned, which is like, there is so much talent in these rooms mm -hmm. and so much care in some ways. And so then it's very frustrating when it feels like the overall machine is just faulty. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, yeah. and that like is frustrating. It's also part of, you know, uh, most television. I think it's really <laughs> hard to make television. Right. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It was definitely like a best of times, worst of times situation for me yeah. of episodes. Yeah, I agree. This was the first episode where there was something that like, annoyed me to the point of distraction like where mm -hmm. I just felt because I've been trying really to take like the characters the stories on their own terms you know and try to figure out how to make them work mm -hmm. but for some reason that scene with Finley getting mad at Shane just like pushed me over the edge it's just it also could have been like I thought you'd change like there's just yeah. slight things that even if you want to do this thing yeah. of just like things that acknowledge somewhat the universe somewhat yeah. like it's just it's just it, I think it's just frustrating because I don't know it makes me feel like Showtime's not giving them enough money to have enough time in the writer's room. Like, it's like right. these little things where it's mm -hmm. like all the moving pieces. Yeah. So, but I've been thinking about that a lot because I've been thinking like, you know, like the work we publish every day isn't, isn't perfect. You know, right. there's some sense of like, there are points I imagine where they're like, we're out of time to write this episode. So we're just going to have to put this, let this shitty scene be shitty. Mm -hmm. You know, it just for some reason, because it's like filmed and put on and involves so many people getting it to the final product. You're just like, how? How? I mean, you and know? that also sometimes is how. Is that like, okay, so you write a scene, it's good. Then it goes through like the showrunner pass. Then, oh, the the execs, you know, like all these. I mean, <laughs> you know about this. Um, not that you would ever be an exec who would make <laughs> something worse. But sometimes it, it happens. Yeah. Um, yeah, or like, you you know, you you film it and like the, the one line that would have kind of like scaffolded the whole thing gets dropped or right. like it, you don't have good coverage on that. Like there's so many totally. points in the process where it can break down that it's hard to say like why some of these things don't feel internally consistent, but it is really frustrating to be like the fun stuff all really hit for me. Yeah, and anytime absolutely. it got into the like fighting or the like more drama stuff, I was like, I just am not quite mm -hmm. there. Yeah. Um, so I don't, I don't know. I, I did love, like, I thought this was really fun. I loved the Halloween yeah. of it all. Um, I loved Alice and um, Taylor's little, you know, scary, spooky, scary yeah. moments. Mm -hmm. And I hope we see Roxy again. I hope so too. I do too. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Two Bag Generation Q Edition, one of two podcasts brought to you by autostraddle.com. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Twill and Back, and you can also email us at twillandbackcast at gmail.com. Our theme song is by the talented B. Steadwell, and our Gen Q logo is by Jax Co. This episode was produced, edited, and mixed by me, Lauren Klein. You can find me on Instagram at Lauren Taylor Klein. You can follow Drew everywhere at draw underscore Gregory. You can follow Annalisa on Instagram at Analoka with two A's and on Twitter at Analoka with one A and an underscore. You can follow the legendary Reese Bernard everywhere at Autowin. Autostraddle is at Autostraddle. And of course, the reason why we're all here, Autostraddle.com. And finally, to end this ep, let's hear some keywords from our girlies. One, two, three. Quip. Quarry. Ah. What'd you say? Uh, quarry. Oh. What's that? Like a, like, a, like a query? Like, no, like a rock. Like quarry. a rock quarry. Oh, yeah, because that's where oh. I wanted to. That's where I wanted to jump into when like, <laughs> Angie was hooking up with her teacher. We both said we both said quippy or yeah, quip. I wow. said quippy. Andrew said quip. Wow, like the toothbrush. <laughs> I don't know about this toothbrush. Oh, 
Well, I do because for some reason they won't stop texting me. I've <laughs> never owned a quip or maybe it's called something else. No, I think they're called quips. Yeah. They're, I, I'm like, every time I'm like, block this collar, block this collar. I'm like, how did you get my number? I don't know. I've never used your toothbrush. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. I have plenty. I already, I have four toothbrushes. Are those the wooden toothbrushes? I don't know what they are, but they need to leave <laughs> Anyways, me alone. I thought that there were some good quips this episode. Yeah, I was going to say, it's yeah. when I love this show when it's quippy and like bouncy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Know? Wow. Well, we did it. And we did it. we're only 15 minutes late. Gorgeous. <laughs> um, see you next time. See you next time. Bye. Stay sweet. See you in the summer. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween in December. Yeah. Laughing, moving, fisting, fighting, fucking crying, drinking, squirting, judging, ranting, camping, riding, thinking, scheming. This is the way, it's the way that we